how am I supposed to eat healthy, exercise, have fun, make money, get enough rest, and still take care of my family and maintain a good relationship with God? Whew, I'm already tired just thinking about it. Life has many pieces, but with the grace of God and his wisdom, knowledge, and understanding, we can learn how to put all of these pieces together to live a life of abundance and balance. He says a false balance is an abomination unto him. And he also says, the thief came to kill, steal, and destroy, but I came so that you can have life and to have it and live it to the full and abundantly. John 10.10. This is the Essence of Life podcast. If this describes you and you want to learn more tips on how to live that life of abundance and balance, stop right here, subscribe, and become a part of our family. Take care. Sebo, sounds good. Did God just use a children's cartoon to minister to me? You bet he did. Hi, Essence listeners. Welcome back. And thank you so much for joining me again. I really appreciate your company. I really appreciate your love, your support. And for seeing the value in these episodes that you keep coming back for more. Thank you so much for being a part of the podcast. In this episode, I am going to be talking about balancing your life in the sense of dealing with trust issues. Do you have trust issues? Did you realize that if you shift a perspective, it's because you may have changed your trust in your initial perspective? All right, let's not complicate things. I'm going to go straight to the scriptures. A lot of us know about the story of Adam and Eve. We know that God created the garden. He put Adam and Eve in it. You know, we know the story. It's in Genesis. All right, Genesis chapter 2. It's all there. But I want to read chapter 3 for us where it says, The Fall. Now the serpent was more crafty than any of the wild animals the Lord God had made. He said to the woman, did God really say you must not eat from any tree in the garden? Now the serpent is asking a question because Eve and Adam already have a perspective that God has given unto them. They already trust and believe that God told them not to do something because something will happen. They trusted God in what he said and his word, so they were obedient to it. But here comes the serpent inviting them to betray this trust, to change their mind towards that trust and belief that they had in God, and to now trust and believe him instead. I'll read further down. In verse 2 it says, The woman said to the serpent, We may eat fruit from the trees in the garden, but God did say you must not eat fruit from the tree that is in the middle of the garden, and you must not touch it or you will die. You will not certainly die, the serpent said to the woman, for God knows that when you eat from it, your eyes will be opened and you will be like God, knowing good and evil. In verse 6 says, When the woman saw that the fruit of the tree was good for food and pleasing to the eye and also desirable for gaining wisdom, she took some and ate it. 
Remember, before that time, all she saw from that tree is what God initially told her, which is, do not eat from it or you will die. But here comes the serpent to change that perspective for her and give her something else to believe in. Now, the only reason why the woman would have eaten that fruit that God told her not to is because she allowed the serpent to shift her mind set from what God has already told her, to shift her belief in God. So in that moment, she now has a decision to make. Am I going to believe and trust what God said to me, which is if I eat it, I'll die? Or am I going to believe what the devil said to me, which is eat it and get wisdom and all the other things that she just mentioned? Then she took some, ate it. She also gave some to her husband who was with her. Then the eyes of both of them were opened and they realized they were naked. So they sewed fig leaves together and made coverings for themselves. I want us to get deep into this because your trust will be tested. Your trust in anything that you put it in will be tested. Your trust in that business that you make a commitment and a decision to start will be tested. Your trust in the relationship that you decided to get into with someone will be tested. Your trust in your children will be tested. Anything that you believe in and put your trust in, it will be tested. Especially your relationship with God. God gave Adam and Eve everything. He gave them an entire garden to themselves. He made them rulers to dominate, to be leaders. Everything he gave them. And all he asked of them was to trust him enough. Trust him enough to follow his instructions. And let him worry about their needs and their problems. If they even had any. They had no problems, in fact. But then their trust was tested when Satan came. And he asked the question, did he really say you would die? The provocative one that gets you thinking and starts your mind going to shift in another direction. You introduce somebody, this is my husband, this is my wife. And then you turn your back and the person says, do you really know who she is? Do you really know who he is? and where he's coming from, and what she did back then. Now the trust that you had in your person is being shifted if you allow it to get to you. So in that moment, Eve chose to listen to Satan instead of God. Her trust was tested in God, and she chose to go to the other side. Your trust in God, like I just said, and anything that you put your trust in and those that you love and you care for will be tested. When that moment comes, what will you do? Let's say, for example, you're on a job or you go to a specific church. 
And people are going to come and ask you, why are you working for this person? Or why are you on this job? Why is this person your friend? Do you not know what they do? Or do you not know what they do behind closed doors? Do you not hear the drama or the rumor about them? I saw them doing this and I saw them doing that. What will you stay true to? Will you stay true to what you already have and know? Or will you betray that trust? Adam and Eve betrayed their trust in God. They choose to believe a serpent who will give them nothing. Thank you, Holy Spirit. And sometimes the people who come and ask you questions about things, they have nothing to offer you. Absolutely nothing. I've seen people deceive people from leaving churches or from leaving relationships. And it was for an agenda. It was for a reason of negativity to separate them from something good. When someone comes to you and questions the trust that you have in someone else, especially in God and your relationship or your job or your church, find out what do they have to offer you. When you choose to shift your trust from who and what you already have it in, and you go on to believe them like Adam and Eve believed the serpent, ask yourself, what does this person have to offer me if I believe them? Satan had nothing to offer Adam and Eve, yet they believed him instead of God who gave them every single thing. In this episode, Essence listeners, I just want to remind you, in order to find your balance in that moment of the testing of your trust, trusting in God, especially when life is difficult, the enemy is going to come and he's going to tell you to give up on God. He's going to tell you, do you really think that God is going to show up for you? He's going to tell you that God is punishing you. He's condemning you. He's going to tell you all sorts of things. He's going to send people to try to influence and assist and aid you in betraying the trust that you have in God. But in that moment, you must keep your balance. In that moment, you must remember who God is to you and in your life. The scripture says in the last days, there will be a falling away. That is a point where a lot of people will be tested with their trust and their faith and belief in God. Where the enemy is going to come and give you many reasons to betray your church, to betray your pastor, to betray God. He's going to come with everything that he has. And so I'm urging you as a child of God, do not allow the enemy to once again do what he did in that Garden of Eden. To allow you to betray your trust in Christ Jesus. But rather stand firm and true. Trusting God, understanding that God has the power to do any and everything. It doesn't matter if you're feeling good about yourself today or you're not. God still stands on the throne above all thrones and he's still all powerful and he always has a purpose for what we do. In my reading this morning, I read Joseph's story and I read Jesus' story when he was about to be betrayed. And they both tied in because there was something common about the two of them in that moment. Joseph was being sold to slavery by his own brothers. 
which must have been a traumatic, terrible time for him. Jesus was being betrayed by Judas and about to be crucified. Do you know what is common between the two of them? They both had to go through that for process, for purpose. They both had to go through that persecution, that terrible time, that traumatic event, that destructive point for the glory of God to shine through. So perhaps if you are at that destructive point and your trust is being tested, stay true, keep praying, find your source in God to ground yourself in him, to stay rooted and grounded in him so that you will not betray that trust, but you will find a balance in that moment of trusting God and that you can continue and you can stay living the life of abundance that God has for you. Thank you so much for being a part of the Essence family. And I ask you to continue to connect with me wherever you are in the world. I have a Facebook page, which is the name of the podcast, Netisha Ali Grant's The Essence of Life podcast, where you can connect with me there. Just look up my name, search the podcast. Please subscribe as I continue to share different ways in five key areas of our life where we can find the balance that we need in God to live a life of abundance in Christ Jesus, just as he came and he intended for us to live. See you next time on the Essence of Life podcast. Sebo, sounds good. Thank you.